It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Life in the new Big 12 with 16 teams is actually going to cause issues with regards to non-conference scheduling. BYU in particular as a holdover from their independent era has a number of games that will need to be rebooked or just simply be played as non-conference conference games. We're talking about all that ahead on today's show. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Thank you to all of you who are everydayers with us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. By way of introduction, this is your original daily podcast focused on all things BYU. And a huge thank you to all of you for tuning in. Uh, some of you have actually asked me about my background. I've actually been covering BYU on a professional basis in the Utah sports media for 12 years now, essentially the entirety of BYU. BYU's independent run. I have been covering the Cougars and very much uh, looking forward to the Big 12 era ahead. And that's where I want to start today's show. Uh, The BYU football program, obviously when they were an independent program, had to schedule 12 and 13 games on an annual basis. Entering the Big 12 conference, obviously that has cut down a number of those games. They've had to use contracts and execute buyout clauses and all that stuff with regards uh, to their independent run. But with new additions to the Big 12 conference, those being Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah beginning in 2024, well, BYU has even more non-conference games that are going to have to be altered, uh, canceled, readjusted, whatever it will be. And the thing about this, I'm just using this as a microcosm for what the Big 12 Conference is going to go through because BYU is not the only program who has this. Actually, the teams that BYU faces that are going to be new members of this conference obviously in turn will have their own issues. I'm sure that uh, programs around the conference are going to have to adjust this as time goes along. But I want to talk about it just from the microcosm of BYU since this is a BYU centric show, but uh, those of you out there in Big 12 country who may be checking in for the first time, I think you guys can all kind of understand uh, what could be at stake here. Now, in the 2023 season, BYU doesn't have any issues, obviously. They scheduled Sam Houston, Southern Utah, and they have a road game at Arkansas alongside their nine-game conference schedule. But beginning in 2024, BYU and their longtime rival, Utah, were expected to resume their rivalry series. That game was supposed to be played on September 7th at Utah. Well, Utah is going to be a member of the conference, and I'm wondering here how the conference is going to adjust this because I fully expect, and a number of you weighed in from our podcast yesterday, by the way, talking about how I should uh, move the pods around a little bit to make sure Iowa State is included with the Midwestern schools, maybe move Houston to that Eastern pot, uh, just in terms of uh, keeping Farmageddon and some of these rivalry games alive. And the Big 12, I think, is fully going to buy in to rivalries, especially when it comes to the Holy War game between BYU and Utah. I would expect that game September 7th at Utah for BYU gets moved to Thanksgiving weekend. It's going to be part of the conference slate. Now, could they decide to do something different? Could Brett Yormark, the visionary that people uh, say he is, could he decide, hey, you know what, instead of having rivalry week on the very last weekend of football, 
why don't we move it somewhere else in the schedule and hype it up a little bit? That could be on the table. I've heard so many people say that he is an outside-of-the-box thinker, and obviously that could uh, play a role in this. But that just that one game right there at Utah, that opens a hole in BYU's non-conference schedule. Looking forward, in 2025, they have a home game against Utah scheduled there. 2026, they have two games currently scheduled that would be conference games, one being a home game against Arizona, the other being another road game at Utah. 2027, same issue, at Arizona, home to Utah. In 2028, at Utah. Uh, At 2030, at Utah. Let's see, I'm running down the list here. Any other ones? But here's the thing, you guys get the gist. BYU is going to have to fill a number of holes in their non-conference schedule. Now, could the Big 12 simply plug the hole and say, you know what, BYU and Utah, play the games you have scheduled when you have them scheduled and keep them as a non-conference conference matchup? We've seen this before with the ACC and some of the other Power 5 conferences that there have been games on uh, just with regards to schedule contracts or games falling through. They have scheduled games against intra-conference foes that have not counted against the conference slate. I'm just I'm 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 willing to bet big money though that Brett Yormark and the Big 12 Conference is not going to be willing to let BYU and Utah have quote unquote no stakes on this game. Now it is a rivalry game. And it exists 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I work in sports radio here in Utah, and I'm not breaking any news to anybody, really, if I tell you guys. We really rely on the BYU-Utah rivalry as part of the calculus for what makes our sports radio go here in this market. It's it's bad business not to embrace it in sports radio. You'll go out of business real quick. We talk about it all the time. We call it playing the hits in sports radio. Talk Utah Jazz, talk Utah Utes, talk BYU. You Cougars, and then reverse the order. Go Utah Utes, Jazz Cougars. Go Cougars, Jazz Utes. We stick to those main three programs because they drive a lot of the interest here along the Wasatch Front in the greater state of Utah. Now, I'm expecting the Big 12 Conference will want to have that game be something that they use in terms of the overall conference race. So BYU is going to have to plug holes. Uh, I actually had a joke with a friend of mine. An Aggie fan, Dan, one of our uh, Utah State listeners who loves listening to this podcast will probably get a kick out of this. I reached out to them and said, hey, what are the chances Utah State might want to slot in where Utah has been scheduled for BYU in the non-conference slate? And I got a a laughing, uh, crying emoji back because uh, most notably recently when BYU jumped into the Big 12 Conference, they canceled a four-game set against Utah State, actually canceled future basketball games against the Aggies as well because of the simple fact that they didn't have have uh, scheduling opportunities in the just the compressed schedule they had. They only had the three non-conference slate uh, slots uh, moving forward. Obviously, entering the Big Twelve Conference, and trust me, it, lo- it caused a ton of consternation up in Ogden. Logan, you guys get the joke. Uh, but here's the thing. The Aggie fans were not happy about it. And if Utah State is willing to re-engage BYU, I'm sure the Cougars will be willing to talk to them. The issue is, I think Utah State has already pressed forward and has been scheduling a lot of their non-conference slate as well, and obviously probably have to buy out of games in their own right. That's the thing about this, is this is going to have a cascading effect, because both Utah and Arizona who are on the slate for BYU here in future schedules, they are going to be conference foes, and they're going to have open holes in their lineups. There are going to be, I think, a big shift in 
terms of games, looking at other opportunities for programs out there to go about rescheduling games, and it could cause, like I said, a ripple effect, a cascading effect downwards. Could, uh, uh, what were we talking about, G5 games get bought out in favor of P5 games? Could uh, FCS games get bought out in favor of G5 games? Or vice versa? Could FCS games get bought instead of BYU or another program in the Big 12 playing a Power 5 or a G5 opponent because they want to lighten the schedule a little bit? All that is very much on the table, I feel like, for each one of these programs. I'm just kind of, I'm just pulling this up here real quick, looking at future schedules for these programs uh, around the conference and it's not BYU's probably got the most of these conflicts but they're they, they're not exclusive to just BYU so it's going to be a very interesting dichotomy of how okay when BYU moves Utah into the conference slate beginning in 2024, who do they backfill that with? Is it a low-level G5? They already have FCS games set up for a lot of these games for BYU going on into the future. Uh, Southern, Southern Illinois is coming to BYU to start the 2024 season. They've got a home game against Southern Utah in 2025, Utah Tech in 2026. So they're set on the FCS side of things, but are you going to go and get a buy G5 game? Sam Houston State, for example, this year. BYU is playing them at is their first ever FBS game, but it's a buy game. It's a money game. BYU's paying them a check to come to Provo, Utah to play that game. I'm very interested to see how BYU goes about their scheduling philosophy with this. Now, they've uh, they've kind of adopted, at least they had, going into the Big 12 Conference, what they called an A, B, and C model uh, scheduling uh, agreement, where you had an A game, which is a Power 5 opponent. This year would be the Arkansas game for BYU. Uh, next year was supposed to be the game at Utah. They had a B game, which is supposed to be a G5 program. So this year it's Sam Houston State. Next year it's a road game at Wyoming, 2025 at East Carolina. So there are those games out there. But they had a C game, which is the FCS game. Well, guess what? There's a bunch of A games that are going to be moving off of the bump here. Can BYU backfill them by finding other Power 5 teams who may have a hole in their lineup? That's the question because we all know that conference uh, schedules and obviously non-conference schedules are scheduled far out in advance. BYU's actually got games on the books, if I'm not mistaken, out to 2035. They just recently added a road game at Troy as a makeup from the 2020 season uh, as a, uh, a return game that BYU made a trip to Provo during the COVID year. Uh, they scheduled that game at Troy in, on September 15th of 2035. BYU, funny enough, in 2035 currently has a home game scheduled against Missouri. 2033, they're supposed to go to Virginia Tech. They have a home game against Coastal Carolina there. So these are decades and years and years down the line. But BYU's going to have to put together... BYU is going to have to put together a very, very uh, quick succession of games if they want to replace the games in the lineup. Like I said, the Arizona game, uh, I, I'm expecting them, like Utah, to be one of BYU's permanent rivals. I, I, they're calling it the 366 model with regards to scheduling, where you have three permanent rivals with a 16-team league. And what it is, is you have uh, three games, and I think it's going to be Arizona, Arizona State, and BYU, and Utah for BYU are the permanent rivals. Then every the other six games on an annual basis are on a rotating basis to get BYU through the rest of the conference. I think it's in a three-year interval, if I recall correctly. It was something that the Big Ten had come up with, but they're obviously going to have to adjust theirs with 18 teams in their conference. So crazy 
crazy times. And don't be surprised the BYU, Arizona, Utah, on down the list. There's going to be, like I said, there's going to be a ripple effect. This happens uh, with conference realignment. We all know that moves made by the Pac-12, obviously, because we're hearing all about the ACC potentially scooping up the likes of Cal and Stanford. Uh, the Mountain West potentially could absorb Washington State and Oregon State. Or could there be a merger between the Mountain West Conference and the and the Pac-12 to retain the Pac-12 name? There is so much out there, and all of it has a cascading effect. Moves made at the Power Five level, Power Five level affect programs at the G Five level, which affect programs at the FCS, Division Two, on down, Division Three, NAIA. This is no different with regards to scheduling. It's going to be a very interesting effect to see what happens with these games. Will BYU decide, you know what, we want to replace those A games, those Power 5 games, with like such games? Or do they decide, you know what, we want to go a little bit lighter on our scheduling as a member of the Big 12 Conference and maybe make it so we have a few more wins in the non-conference schedule? I, for one, I'm one who loves seeing big games. I want nothing more than if BYU has to go on the road or play a neutral site venue to fill in some of these gaps, go for it. Give me the biggest games you possibly can get on the schedule. That's one thing I've always wanted from BYU from all my years covering them. It's one thing I loved about the independent slate that BYU played, especially the first two months of the season. They'd play big-time games, home games against USC, road games against USC, going to RFK Stadium or was a FedEx field to face off against West Virginia back in the day. Going to Tennessee to play at Neyland Stadium. During the COVID year, I have it on very good authority that had the SEC not gone to a full conference-only schedule, BYU and Alabama were slated to play a game during that COVID year. It shows that BYU has got the... I'll say cojones, the the stones, to go out there and play anybody, anytime, anywhere. And I'm hopeful that they will continue to adopt that philosophy. Yes, you're probably going to take your fair share of L's when you play games of that caliber. For example, they played Notre Dame in Las Vegas last year. I am all for playing the biggest names on the biggest stages to get the word out about this conference. And the nice part is, as a member of the Big 12, you win those games, it reflects uh, obviously very good on your program, and this goes for the entire uh, Big 12 Conference. It reflects well on your program, but more importantly, it puts a, a nice sheen on the Big 12 Conference. I would love nothing more than for BYU and the rest of the members of the Big 12 Conference to say, you know what, to heck with playing all of these FCS games. Frankly, I think FCS games are a waste. I actually think if you're going to play them, play them in spring and let them be kind of a joint practice deal uh, where you get these two teams together and actually give them some game action to finish up spring camp. And then during the actual fall slate, make it G5 or Power 5 opponents only. Really give fans the best uh, bang for their buck. We all know how expensive conference uh, games can be, how expensive just football tickets are in general. Reward your fans. Obviously, you're asking them to pay a pretty penny. Trust me, BYU has jacked up their prices this year, and for good reason, obviously. There's a whole new level of football they're going into that requires an added investment on BYU's part. But reward those fans. Give them the best games you can. Give them the best home games you can. Obviously, BYU may have to play some road games to get return games of that caliber in Provo or maybe in a neutral site. Like I said, Allegiant Stadium down in Las Vegas. BYU is, has honestly has called... Pro, not, they've called Las Vegas and Allegiant Stadium, Sam Boyd back in the day for the Las Vegas Bowl, they've called it Provo South. BYU fans flock to Las Vegas. There's actually a ton of BYU fans who live in the greater uh, Las Vegas area, drive over from Arizona, come up from Southern California. It is a destination that BYU should be taking advantage of. So 
I am hopeful that the Cougars will replace the games, the holes in their lineup with the best games they possibly can get. And like I said, I would love nothing more than at some point down the road for BYU to say, you know what? This FCS game stuff, it's for the birds. We're moving on from it. But I also get that in the current circumstance, uh, being what it is in college football, those FCS programs need those pay games. So very interesting dichotomy, and I am interested to track how things go with regards to BYU scheduling. And obviously, uh, we'll bring you any news on that front as it comes down the pike. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we're going to uh, look ahead, actually look back once again at another game in BYU football history. A little later on today's show, I promised it last week, had to delay it yesterday. We are announcing the winners of our summer long giveaway. We had hundreds of entrants. We have 10 winners, uh, all general, all uh, randomized generations of via a number of machine and a big thank you to all of you for your support we'll get announce those winners as we continue on here momentarily on Locked On Cougars. Now, first a word on our friends over at LinkedIn. Of course, LinkedIn's been working with us for a few months now, and the best part is these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you are having the best access to the best qualified candidates available and make the right hires, and that's why you need to have to check, excuse me, that's why you need to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and, more importantly, for free. We all know that anybody who's a hiring manager or a small business owner, every dollar can all you got to do is go set up your job profile on LinkedIn, then add that job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to help spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to hire, interview, and ultimately hire. So all the best part about this is, my friends, it's why small businesses are rating LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus all of their leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs help you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. Once again, it's free. F R E E, my friends. Get on it, my friends. That's term. Uh, it's LinkedIn, LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars a part of your routine. Thank you for making it your first listen of the day, everybody. Hope you guys are all having a fantastic Tuesday. Uh, whenever you hear this, by the way, monstrous in terms of the overall response uh, from you guys from uh, this past weekend, the podcast we did on conference realignment, all the like, and thank you, uh, honestly. And a lot of you out there are checking out the podcast from around Big 12 country, and welcome in. Uh, obviously, we have Locked On Big 12 back up and running. We've got a whole slate, uh, of not a whole slate, but uh, we have a bunch of these Big 12-specific podcasts team-wise, and would love nothing more than for all of you guys to support all the podcasts. Now, I, I can't ask you guys to spend literally hours a day checking out all the podcasts, but thank you for all the support of the same, and thank you for being just a part of Cougar Nation here on Locked On Cougars. It's really, really fun uh, to sit down every single day and talk all things BYU. All right, a couple of notes uh, on uh, BYU side of things is uh, we're looking back, obviously, we've been doing this uh, for quite a while now, looking back at all of BYU's games in their independent run, all 155 of them. We are currently in the middle of the 2021 season. 
season, and it was a it was a big deal uh, for BYU in that 2021 season because they're coming off an absolutely monstrous year in 2020. But they had suffered back to back losses in that uh, run, losing uh, to Boise State, and obviously getting absolutely just smashed on the road by uh, by Baylor. The following week, though, they were going to travel to Washington State. Now, the Washington State Cougars at this point, as some of you might recall, were in all kinds of turmoil. Nick Rolovich had been fired that week. There had been a mandate from the state of Washington, their their state government, that either he had to uh, get vaccinated and uh, the whole deal. He refused to get a COVID-19 vaccination. He and four of his assistants were fired that Monday ahead of this game for not complying with the governor's mandate that all state employees be vaccinated against the coronavirus. He requested a religious exemption, which uh, he has filed a lawsuit against and is still pending uh, here in 2023. Jake Dickert, who was the defensive coordinator, was elevated to acting head coach. Obviously, he is now the full-time head coach. He was elevated to that position and give it, given it to him uh, permanently. But they were in all kinds of turmoil. And the thing about this was the question for BYU going into this game is they're down on their luck. They'd fallen out of the national rankings after those back-to-back losses. They're 6-2 and two on the year. Washington State's pretty frisky. They had Jaden Delora, who's now Arizona's quarterback, funny enough, starting for them at, at, at quarterback. And the question was, okay, which team is going to be able to kind of put some of the distractions around them to bed faster and obviously grind out a win in this circumstance. And to BYU's credit, they did just that. They ultimately won this game 21 to 7, scoring three touchdowns, uh one in the th- uh, one in the first half and two in the uh, one in the third, one in the fourth quarter, two in the second half, while Washington State uh, actually almost matched BYU seven points in the first quarter, six in the third and fourth quarters, but BYU gets out of it with a two noth- uh, with a two-point win. Jaron Hall was a pedestrian 15 of 20 20 for 143 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, but Tyler Algier, after just an absolutely paltry and subpar effort against Baylor, bounced back in a big way, leading BYU with 32 carries, 191 yards, and two touchdowns. Lopini Katoa also added another touchdown on the ground to notch all the scoring for BYU in this game. I will uh, honestly call this game the Jacob Boren game because this is the first time I think you and I really learned who Jacob Boren was. He's a walk-on defensive back at a high Highland High School, if I recall correctly, and had been pressed into action due to some injuries in the defensive backfield for BYU. He tied for the team high in tackles in this game. Five total, four of them solo. Also had a pass breakup in this game. And he was everywhere and anywhere, it felt like, during this contest. And just a really, really gritty effort for BYU to get out of there with a victory. Because like I said, Washington State, when you lose half of your assistant coaches, what are you trying to do? And that's the thing about this. Max Borgie scored all three touchdowns for a Washington State in this game. Saw a three-game uh, winning streak go by the go by the wayside in this one uh, against BYU, the Cougars versus the Cougars. And it was just a gritty, hard-nosed, tough win for BYU to get out of there with the victory. And like I said, I will forever kind of enshrine it as the Jacob Boren game. And the fun part about Jacob Boren is he's continued to be a part of the rotation for BYU, but has dealt with injuries since then. But when he's been healthy, he's been a very, very nice find in BYU's uh, walk-on program. So uh, crazy story all the same, but it's kind of how things kind of shake out with these games. You never quite know, and not, not every game is made uh, the same. BYU is feeling down on their luck coming to this one. Excuse me, they were 5-2. and two. They got to 6-2 and two in bowl eligibility with this win, whereas Washington State, you lose half your assistant coaches, you're in all kinds of turmoil with your staff, but to BYU's credit, they went in there, just got out of there with a victory, and got the season back on track. Had they suffered a third straight loss, who knows what would have happened in the season. It feels like one of those games that was a pivotal one, looking back on it because it really kind of reignited a lot of what BYU needed for them. And uh, the next game for BYU was a home game 
against Bronco Mendenhall and Virginia, and we'll talk about that one on tomorrow's podcast because that's a wild tale in and of itself, and we'll get to that one, like I said, tomorrow right here on Locked On Cougars. All right, coming up here in just a minute, uh, we are announcing the winners of our giveaway as well as an update. BYU men's basketball has made a hire. I talked about this, how they had a lot of hires to make. Well, they have filled one such role with the BYU men's basketball program. We will talk about that as we continue on right here Unlocked on Cougars. Now, first a word on our friends over at Perry Homes. Of course, whether you're looking for your first home or ready to upgrade to your dream home, my friends, Perry Homes has a house for you. For 50 years, Perry Homes has been Utah's premier home builder with communities throughout the state. They have many communities, home designs, and price points to help meet your needs. The best part is they have beautiful communities in Davis, Salt Lake, Tooele, and Utah counties, as well as multiple communities in Washington County near St. George if you want to move down to Red Rock Country and live down that way. They offer over 50 unique home designs from Ramblers to two stories to townhomes and everything in between. The one thing I've been told from our friends over at Perry Homes is they want nothing more than to meet you guys where you're at. They want to make sure that you guys feel like, hey, you're being heard and you're getting what you're looking for as you uh, try and uh, build your home or, like I said, find what fits you. The best part is they're offering generous financing incentives to the preferred lender as well. So get on it, my friends. Visit PerryHomesUtah.com. That's P-E-R-R-Y, PerryHomesUtah.com to see what's new in Utah's finest neighborhoods. That's PerryHomesUtah.com to learn more now. For 50 years, Utah has been coming home to Perry Homes. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the years of best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars a part of your day. Thank you for being everydayers with us on the podcast. Coming up on tomorrow's show, a recap of BYU uh, football availability. We'll be back out there around the noon hour uh, today, uh, speaking of Tuesday. Depending on when you listen to this, it might already be done. Uh, I will have some interviews, hopefully, in, in the bag. We'll be able to play for you guys on tomorrow's podcast as well. It's kind of uh, my takeaways from the start of the second week of BYU training camp. Uh, are they still doing the split squad thing? How are the quarterbacks looking? All my observations on tomorrow's edition of the podcast. All right, two things before we go on today's show is congratulations to new BYU Men's Basketball Director of Strength and Conditioning and Sports Science, Michael Davey. Now, this is an interesting hire, folks. Michael Davey is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but he has been serving for the last eight years as the senior strength and conditioning coach with the NBA NBA's Milwaukee Bucks. He won an NBA title with them in 2021 where he worked with former BYU star Elijah Bryant. He's worked with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, you think of all the players who have played for the Bucks in the recent past, over the past eight years, he has been working there. This is, frankly, a stunning hire to me. When I heard this go down, I'm like, how in the world are you bringing Michael Davey from the NBA to the college game? Well, he acknowledged in his uh, conversations, it looked like, and on social media, etc., that he has five children. All of them are attending a BYU-affiliated school. I think it's BYU-Idaho as well as BYU and Provo. And he also has a wife who is looking forward uh, to maybe going back to school as well, it sounds like. And he is obviously, he said in a statement, he's looking forward to working in the college game. Now, he is a native of, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's a native of New Zealand but moved to Australia as a young man, obviously, and it just loved sports science. He's been working in it for years, and this is a really 
really home run uh, pickup for BYU. His experience in coaching, the, so the quote from Mark Pope, his experience in coaching the world's best athletes all over the world and serving as a bishop for his local congregation in Australia fits in exactly with the culture of BYU. This is a this is an awesome, awesome pickup. This guy knows what he's doing. He's done it at the highest levels for BYU, and he's done it at the highest levels in the NBA, and he'll be able to do that for BYU as they make the move into the uh, Big 12 Conference. Yeah, he, so he's a Maori native from New Zealand, immigrated to Australia at age 11, where he discovered his passion for the sport. Uh, he married his college sweetheart, Diana, in the Sydney, Australia Temple 25 years ago, and they have five children who are all attending BYU-Idaho. Holy smokes. Five kids all at BYU-Idaho at the same time? Jeez, that's crazy. But nonetheless, uh, congratulations to Michael Davian. Welcome uh, to BYU uh, for him. All right, uh, final note on today's show. Some of you guys have been waiting for. Uh, we started this back in, oh, man, I think it was in June. Yeah, I think it was June. Uh, I asked, okay, if you guys would like to win a signed Jaron Hall football, uh, please uh, submit your, uh, just email us. Let, let us know that you're subscribed to the show. Send us some screenshots. I also said I had BYU, other BYU gear to give away. Well, uh, I counted it up. I had to, I literally had to manually enter all the numbers into a number generator. Uh, it took a while, friends, but thank you for all of your submissions. The The final tally was 429 entrants. I thought we were in the 300 range, but I trust me, I did it myself. I entered 429 names into that random number generator, uh, ran it around a bunch of different times, and we've got 10 winners. So, uh, apologies to the 300, uh, the 400 plus of you who will not win today, but just understand from the bottom of my heart, Thank you for your support of the podcast. It, trust me, the, the messages you guys sent, you're listening from all over the world. We had submissions from the Philippines. Uh, we had submissions from New Zealand. I think we had one from Europe. So you guys are listening literally around the globe, and a lot of you here locally along the Wasatch Front in the United States of America as well. But it was awesome. It, it's built a community. Trust me, I, I've met people that I would have never otherwise met through this podcast. So thank you for all the support first off. And like I said, even if you didn't win today, understand that I read every single one of those emails and all the messages you guys sent, it, 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 it made, it, I don't know. I, I don't mean to get emotional, but it just, it made my day. It was awesome. It's, it's something I love doing. Uh, it's hopefully the passion comes through that I've, I've got for what I do on this, but it was really, really fun uh, to uh, obviously uh, read through those, obviously, run, like I said, run the number generator. So without further ado, let's get let's get to the winners before I get way too emotional on this and you guys don't want to hear me uh, blubber on too much. All right, let right, I'm going to turn around real quick. So maybe a slight pause, but I'm going to grab the gear I've got. I'm going to show this on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you're actually going to see the gear we're giving away as well as uh, those of you listening on the podcast uh, will describe it as well. But uh, first things first, let me grab this. Uh, first things first is this. Uh, it's a uh, kind of a logo banner. It's got lo- logos from BYU back through the years. Uh, it's something that I've had for a long time, honestly. I think I actually got it, I don't know how many years ago. And frankly, I've not had a good spot to put it. So you know what? I want to repurpose it and give it to a, a new home. And that goes to our first winner, Hunter Austin. And uh, As I understand it, Hunter is a 14-year-old who listens to this podcast. And it's uh, part of his uh, thing that he tries to just keep up with in terms of the news of the day so and hunter said he doesn't have a lot of byu gear for his room so hunter hopefully you can find a good spot for this on your wall and it can be part of kind of your 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 new byu gear that you'll have uh for your for fun uh next up is this byu pullover it's a storm shield pullover it's actually like partially waterproof if i recall correctly uh it is an xl in size so any by the way all my uh 
actual gear I've got, like in terms of polos and whatnot, they're all size XL. So uh, bear with me, and we can make arrangements if you, if it's something that's just simply not going to fit you. But the pullover goes to Colby Nelson. So uh, Colby, uh, and by the way, to all of you, Hunter, Colby, and everybody else we're going to announce here in just a moment, uh, please email me, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. Indicate you've won. Uh, please send me all of your information, and we'll just con- we'll get in contact and get you the get you your guys' prizes. Honestly, that's what we'll do. All right. Uh, next up, uh, something that a lot, a number of you are excited for. So this is a BYU uh, po- uh, polo they gave out actually at the BYU uh, media uh, uh, golf tournament. It was kind of their pseudo media day, and they gave these out to all the media members. And I, I actually, kind of funny enough, I got away with two of them somehow. Uh, don't ask me how. I just randomly all of a sudden I was like, I looked in my bag. I'm like, I've got two of these, but nonetheless, we're giving away one of those. That goes to Samuel Blackburn. I believe Samuel, you're listening from uh, the Upper Midwest, Minnesota, if I recall correctly, if I remember your message uh, right. But Samuel, uh, please reach out. We'll get you that poll. We'll ship it out to you out there in Minnesota. Uh, next up is uh, the Strideline BYU socks. This is the three pack of socks. I picked them up, I don't know, a while ago. I mean, they're not even given to me, but nonetheless, uh, the, the nice socks. You can wear them to church, you can wear them to BYU games, whatever you want to do with them. Uh, the winner for that is going to be, I got to pull up my little thing here. It was Jacob War. Uh, so, Jacob, please reach out. We'll get you those. Uh, next up. We got two things. Uh, so these come uh, from uh, the uh, recent giveaway. Uh, the actually not recent giveaway, but the recent uh, I guess drop by Wooden Grail. I, I bought a number of things from that drop. The and it's the Atari Cougar. Uh, Giveaway, you can see that that's the that's the Atari Cougar uh, ball marker. I've also got this bucket hat. Uh, the bucket hat, for whatever reason, did not fit my head very well, so I'm giving it away. Uh, and so the bucket hat, uh, first off, goes to Emily Bartholomew. So Emily, thank you for your support. It's uh, we don't get a ton of female listeners, but thank you for all the support on that front. Uh, it is actually reversible. So there's this blue with the Atari Cougar kind of linking up, and then it does turn it. It has white uh, on the other side with that bigger Atari Cougar logo on it. So Emily, you're the winner of that. The ball marker is actually our other female winner in this giveaway, funny enough. Uh, and that is Melinda Urbanowiz. I know, Melinda, I hope I pronounced your name correctly. In fact, I hope I pronounced everybody's names correctly. I apologize if I did not, but Melinda, we'll get you that. It's a really cool Atari Coog uh, ball marker, and you can use it for really whatever. It's actually a really, really cool thing. I believe it is magnetic, so if you got something magnetic, it, it can attach to that. All right, uh, this is kind of random, but we'll get to Let me grab the other gear real quick. All right, uh, so the final two, uh, th- oh, actually, final four winners, if I, if my math is correct, uh, we'll, uh, we're going to give, uh, so I had a couple other ideas of stuff to give away. We're going to give away two BYU Store gift cards. Uh, we'll get those to you guys. Uh, I'll just send them digitally to you guys so you can spend them however you want. Uh, those two winners, let me announce those right now, are Amaron Patane. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Amaron, uh, please reach out. Patan, Patane. Uh, but Amaron's a great name. And then Jeff Henor. I know, Jeff, you're a longtime listener down there down there in the Atlanta area, so thank you for your support. Uh, both of you will have, like I said, BYU Store gift cards. Uh, you can send those digitally, et cetera, and I will do that. Uh, final uh, two winners. We have this BYU polo. Uh, I've had it for quite a while. It's actually kind of an off-color BYU kind of navy blue, but with a gray uh, oval white logo on it. It's actually a kind of a unique look in terms of BYU gear. I've had it, like I said, forever, but never had a chance to wear it, so I wanted to uh, give it out to you guys. And the winner of that is Randall Smith. So, Randall, uh, please reach out on that. And that brings us to our final one. So, let's do the... I'm, I'm doing my own drum roll. I shouldn't do that, but nonetheless. Our uh, final 
winner, and that is the signed Jaron Hall football. It's, it's something I've had in my possession for the last year or so. I wanted to reward you guys, obviously, for all of your support. Uh, and our winner today, it's actually, I guess, a combo win in a way, but it's Greg and Austin Zobel. And Zobel, Zobel, uh, Greg, and Austin are listeners. Austin is just 12 years old. And I'm not going to lie, when this came out, I'm like, it had to be that. It had to be some young buck who is going to appreciate this football for everything it's worth. Now, Greg, you can fight your son for this, but I'm expecting that Austin's going to be requesting it and saying it's it's my football to put on my shelf or wherever you want to store it. But sign Jaron Hall football uh, for you guys. I know that I believe Greg and Austin, you guys are down there in the Mesa area in Arizona, so we'll make sure we get all that gear shipped out to you guys. But once again, a reminder for you guys, uh, please email me. If, if you were a winner, uh, let me know your information, shipping addresses, all that like. Just drop us an email, lockedonbyu at gmail.com, and uh, we will get you guys rewarded. We'll get you that gear out to you guys, and obviously, hopefully, you guys can celebrate uh, by enjoying a really, really fun uh, first year in the Big 12 Conference ahead for the BYU football program. So, all right, uh, that's going to do it. Uh, we are done for today, but a big thank you for all of your support of the podcast, and thank you, just truthfully, uh, for being with us every single day. Thank you for making it your first listen of the day, and of course, uh, thank you for just uh, simply for all of your input, your feedback, uh, your criticisms, everything. I, I truly appreciate it all, and we will be back with you guys again tomorrow, recapping another day, another day out of BYU football practice. Until then, this has been the Locked On Cougars podcast. See ya. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.